Welcome to the Mind Over Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Carly Crew, a mom to twin girls, small town family doctor, and an anxiety and mindset coach for moms and mompreneurs. Let's face it, motherhood is an adventure, and it can be all-consuming if we let it. I believe that too often we lose ourselves when we become mothers, and our lives run us rather than us running our lives. This podcast is designed for the multi-passionate, but overwhelmed mom who is ready to master her mindset, quiet the chaos, and create the life and business of her dreams without sacrificing what's important to her. Each week on this show, I'll bring expert tips, guest interviews, and a healthy dose of honesty to help you finally step back into your power and create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to Mind Over Motherhood. I am very excited to have my good friend Tanya back on the podcast. Tanya was, uh, oh, I don't even remember, was podcast guest, I want to say maybe even episode five or six of the Mind Over Motherhood podcast. And we had so much fun in our conversation. We just loved talking to each other and sharing. I loved sharing it with my podcast audience that I knew I had to have Tanya back so we could just continue the conversation and she could share more of her wisdom. Tanya, thank you so much for being here again. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm actually super excited because we, I don't get to see, I work with all of you guys, but I don't get to see you guys as often. So this is really fun. And to be able to connect with every single one of you in Carly's community, like it's amazing. What she does is awesome. Who she is is awesome. Um, Like tons of good stuff. I'm super excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, So Tanya is a woman of so many capes. She is a wife to a wonderful man, uh, mom to an intuitive and spirited. Is he four now? Oh yeah, he just turned four. Four four year old boy, a creative maven, which is super accurate and a visionary at heart. She's a multi bestselling author and founder of her two brands, the Holistic Warrior Life Co. and Warrior Life Creative Company and is the host of her Warrior Life podcast. But I'm not sure, is that still the name of the podcast or are you changing it? Yeah, it's still the name and it's relaunching strong for the end of the month. So lovely. something I've been working on too. So And that'll be the end of September. September. Yeah, yeah. On World Perfect. (laughs) Lovely, lovely. So, and Tanya is also a self-expression expert, which I think there is no better title for you because I've worked with Tanya in, you've got this Modern Mama book that's coming out in a couple of days as of the time of this recording. And, and self-expression expert is like, again, no better term could be used to describe what you do because you just help women bring what's inside out in a way that makes sense and is, you know, creative and beautiful and authentic to them. And I think that it's just amazing. And I'm so excited because you're also <laughs> just such a wonderful spirit to, to talk all things about like energy and alignment. And today we're going to dig into a little bit of that and spaciousness, I think is one thing we're going to talk about. Why don't just because people might not have heard your story, can you just tell us a little bit about you so that those of you who are new to meeting you can learn all about your wonderfulness? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh gosh, there's so much to my story, but it's like, here's the cliff notes. And it's funny that you asked me that way. And I will put in the cliff notes. I think anyone that knew me since I was a child knew that I was very creative. I was that kid that would 
make her parents sit down and I would pretend to be teaching them or I would have, I don't know, bottle or hairbrush in my hand, pretend it's a mic. And then as I grew older, that started turning into just me writing and doodling more and more. And I would be a part of, I don't know, like public speaking competitions and just writing different poems and essays, whatever, as I grew older. And eventually in high school, this turned into me picturing myself as the editor of Allure magazine in my grade 10 graphics design class, because why not, right? Like I always wanted to do what I'm doing right now, but I, and I went to school for English language and creative writing and I lost my way for three years post-grad. I always say it as I lost my way versus, hi, I went into whatever, because what I was doing post-grad was left field, finance, hedge funds, payment technology. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I didn't go to school for it. I didn't even pick it. It came to me. And there's so many good things that I have learned from those opportunities and people that I've met. Fast forward into 2015, like, right, we got married at the end of 2015. I finally took three weeks off to just kind of relax. Didn't know that I was pregnant at the time. Um, There's a lot of massive transitions happening work-wise, life-wise. At that point in time, decided to launch my photography business, which was known as Fleeting Moments by Jane. So some of y'all, if y'all know me, y'all might still get invoices or emails from that address. But that was the start of my business journey. I always knew that I wanted to do what I'm doing right now. The how I didn't know, um, when I didn't know when. Um, but today I, I'm a creative partner at You've Got This Mama Incorporated. I am a content creator, literally have my own creative writing agency, Warrior Life Creative Co, where I do work with high functioning entrepreneurs, freeing up your time, like y'all do what y'all do. I'll take the creative stuff and I'll do that because my brain works with strategy, intuition, as well as just immersing myself in who you are and who your voice is so that you can connect with your audience. That's like a little bit of a Cliff Notes version. Um, then it wasn't easy to be here. Still not easy um, to say that it's roses and unicorn glitter is a lie. Worked corporate alongside like working my business for about a year and a half, two years. And I mean, when I think back, I don't have this story where everyone thinks they spent 10 years in corporate and they hustled and they don't have that story and it's okay. I do have a story where it doesn't take you 10 years, right? It doesn't take you 10 years to figure out what you want to do, right? You got to be okay with your path. You got to lean into the breadcrumbs that are falling beside you and you have to, have to, have to essentially just take chances and keep saying yes to yourself until one day that pull to go all in is so strong like you have no other choice and if you don't listen to it god or the universe whatever you believe in is going to crumble everything in your life and then you have no choice but to do what you want to do wow well how about that person like how can i like quick impactful bite-sized like what am i trying to say here and and there's arnold Hi, Arnold. I know. Oh, oh man. Well, yeah, thank you so much for that, because I think that gives the listeners such a beautiful glimpse into who you are as a person. And, And from your story, there's just so much 
you can tell there's just so much trust. You're like, I knew I was going to do it some way. I, like, you know, I knew what I was going to do. I just didn't know how I was going to get there. And I think that that's yeah. a sentiment a lot of us can resonate with is that, you know, we can see the end vision and we know that there's this beautiful thing at the end, but we just don't know how to get there. And I don't know if, you know, would you say that you're there, right? Like if you were to say like, I'm at the place or is there still more you have planned, you know, in that bigger vision for yourself? I feel like where I am right now is where I always prayed to be three years ago. And does that mean I'm, I, I thought I was muted. Sorry. I'm totally tripping tonight. Um, you know, I feel like there's always more growth to be done. And it's not that we're never satisfied with where we are. It's, I know that there's so much more to offer to the people I would love to work with. There's so much more to offer for my family. Like truly when you start understanding the possibilities that lie within all, like each, every single one of us, you're going to be like, why, why was I playing small? <laughs> like really? I was letting mm -hmm. them dictate what I could do. I was letting myself dictate what I could or couldn't do. And like mm -hmm. when that piece clicks in, that's for me, like the game changer. So earlier this summer, which is so, it's so ironic, like July, and I don't, I haven't talked about this to that many people and as I, you know, typically thought I would, but I hit a certain milestone in business after being at it, like three years, right? Three years okay. into it, I hit a certain milestone and I was just doing my books and I was like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. I hit the elusive, like five figure month this month. Holy crap. And mm -hmm. I thought I would have this big F you stick it to everyone that didn't think I would make it or whatever, but I didn't have that reaction. I actually started crying and then I hugged my little guy. And then I like, we have this little altar with like the cross and like mother Mary, I literally just went there and I'm like, thank you more of this, please. Thank you. Like I have never doubted. Mm -hmm. Like I have always known that there's a purpose. I've always felt a higher presence moving through me and for me and like holy crap thank you more of this because i i want to get to the point of overflow and that's my next step it like all all these months i was trying to get to that point of i just want consistent 3k months i just want consistent 10k months and i feel like mm -hmm. i'm at that i want consistent 10 to 20k months but mm -hmm. i also that's like overflow it's asking yourself mm -hmm. like what would it feel like if you are in overflow and then it's like how do you get into overflow what kind of opportunities do you say yes to what kind of people do you say yes to when you work with them because as much as we desire a certain outcome, a certain energy or a result, we also have to hold that energy within us. We also have to create space within us on so many levels. And before July, I'm not even joking when I say this, I felt like June, I was in labor. I actually thought I was pregnant in June, but I wasn't. But I was, my body was mimicking those symptoms. And it's because I gave birth to my signature mastermind program, which was a sold out program. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, gosh, and then, you know, Sabrina, as many of you guys might know, uh, my biz bestie slash partner, Sabrina, she was like, it was three years in gestation, you know, that right? And I was like, Oh, yep, <laughs> yep, it probably was. Mm -hmm. It's finding your sweet spot. I'm not done. I don't ever, I, I don't think I've arrived because we've already arrived when we we're born. We already arrive with all of these possibilities. We already arrive with our own blueprint of who we are as human beings, as women, as people. And especially for women, we have worlds and worlds within us. 
there's the, there's this diagram like that I like follow with like birth doulas and stuff and it's really cool it's this illustration but it's totally has nothing to do with it but everything to do with energy it's like literally in your ovary and then there's the egg and then there's like future eggs and like future generations and like think about what we're responsible for and that's mm -hmm. when it starts changing for you it's like no I'm gonna change that generational thing right like I have people mm -hmm. in my family or sometimes in my group of friends that when I talk to them so recently on the weekend we were at a family gathering not family like family friends gathering and I was talking to them because they've kind of known about my journey as a business owner and I shared with them I'm like you know I hit that mark that I was going for and the first response I got really well that's a lot of money no really but that's good right and I'm like yeah and that's it i'm not talking about this here right it's like knowing how to protect that energy right sometimes we share things because we're just excited or because people have been invested in us quote unquote in some way shape or form right mm -hmm. if people want to support us and they'll do it in their own way but that doesn't mean you need to divest or divulge everything to them like stick mm -hmm. to your little bubble or girl gang or for sure people and keep going Right? Yeah, no, I think that's a really important point. And I actually just posted about that not that long ago. I mean, at the time of this podcast releasing, it'll be months ago. But um, I did post about, you know, like who you share information with and how you share it and how to know who to share information with. Because I think that's such yeah. an important skill, right? We, we tend to think that, and perhaps this is even incorrect, but we tend to think that everyone everyone else is like us in that they will be positive and they will you know be be authentic in their joy about your successes and then when they're not when that like kind of like nasty green monster comes out or there's like that hint of jealousy or resentment from somebody else they can't really be joyful for you in those good yeah. moments right and that's a really good sign that maybe that they're not the ones who get to learn about those yeah. amazing things right and it's 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 truly a i believe a learned skill to be able to discern who to share with and who to not yeah. share with, right? The good and the bad, right? Because just as much as like, you know, you might want to share something good with people, there's a risk as well to sharing like the kind of softer sides of you that you're maybe not so proud of or your weaknesses or your, you know, self-doubts, those sorts of things. There's a reason to not share those with people too, right? So, Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I don't talk about what I do with a lot of people in my life. Like I, I really don't. And at the beginning when I, I remember, the girl that I once was when I first started this journey so doe-eyed and like oh my gosh like just please please give me your validation I just need to know that you're okay with it not in so many words but in the way that we're yeah. asking and going about things and so people would listen because everyone likes to listen I would just share with excitement but I learned in hindsight like a year later two years later three years later when people explode I was like oh that's what you thought of me okay well thank you you haven't been my biggest cheerleader and that's okay because yeah. the moment you start cheering yourself on that changes a lot it changes a lot you just need one solid person in your corner right it doesn't matter if it's emotionally or if it's you know in whichever way but you need one solid person that you can come undone with every single time they'll still call you out on your shit and then they'll also hold space for you in the kindest possible way to keep mm -hmm. going and I feel like I found those people right like within the mama community within the women I work with like you create that community if you don't mm -hmm. have it 
or you find the coaches that do that for you. Because exactly. right? that's, I think, where coaches come in, right? Is that a lot of women that I talk to don't have that unfailing support or they don't have, and it's not that they have bad people in their lives. It's just that really, I, I kind of think of entrepreneurship a little bit like my other, my other job, mm-hmm. my day job, right? In that there's just some experiences in medicine that if you've not been through that, you cannot yeah. comprehend that feels like and entrepreneurship is very similar right without like knowing what it feels like to prep for a launch and put everything on the line and then it not go well like without actually knowing what that feels like you can't really relate to it right and so it's having somebody who will show up for you and that's what I often say to clients I'm like the my role here is to show up for you and your goals when you don't want to show up for them anymore right like when you are feeling you know the self-doubt and the disillusion and and all that sort of stuff to to remind you that you can do this to remind you that you know as long as you want to and I think that that's something that um that I've spoken to some people about recently is that I and and maybe you felt this too I'm almost certain you probably felt this too where we we live in a world of it's like you know have the positive mindset and resonate on the energy that you want and all that sort of stuff and I think that there's to a tune can be a little bit of like kind of and and I use this in a kind way but like a bit of positivity brainwashing like everyone oh has God, a purpose yeah. right yeah. everyone has a purpose and everyone should go for their dreams and 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 don't get me wrong I'm absolutely saying you should go for your dreams but sometimes it's at an expense right sometimes it's genuinely at an expense and I think a lot of women have come to me and I've actually had clients ask me this myself say like how do I know if um you know I'm just in a bad mindset or if I actually shouldn't be doing this anymore do you know what I'm saying like am I just emotional and burned out and don't want to do this like right now or is this actually not aligned and I know that you are um you know someone who's preached a lot preached that's that's the second time I've used like a word about like that but has talked a lot about you know the power of alignment and finding and, and finding the difference between something being aligned right? Is it being aligned and you're just not feeling it that day? Or is it actually not for you? And I think that's a really tricky thing. But I'd love to hear your perspective on because I think some women think like, well, maybe I should, should I start a business? I probably should, right? I, and then they don't know if it actually comes from that place of alignment. Yeah. And sense? you know, no, of course, my God, it makes it makes total sense. And, you know, it's, we all know this, but it literally is at, like, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Like, what is your raison d'etre? Like, what is your reason for being and doing this? Because I look at entrepreneurship as this thing in the boxing ring. Man, you got to love it. And you got to be insane to climb in that ring every single day, get punched, okay, in the gut, Mm -hmm. on your face, break your nose, right? I'm using that metaphor for like your business losses, partnerships sometimes not every launch will go as planned sometimes you'll make bad investments with bad programs or whatever and it's not that the programs are bad or the coaches are bad yeah sometimes there's bad apples in every industry I get it but sometimes it's just not the right fit and all you're doing is you're literally trying 10,000 it's think of entrepreneurship as this giant shopping trip that you're going on (laughs) you're gonna try on all these outfits Hey, that fits. That doesn't fit. Oh, I like that. Oh, I could wear that. And then you either return what doesn't fit because it's like, eh, not mine. And then eventually you start learning your style, knowing your why, refining your style. If you don't, it's either you need to not be doing it because it's not for everyone. The same way how working mm-hmm. a nine to five or having a traditional job is not for everyone. Same thing with entrepreneurship. And also, yeah. I want to dispel this myth. So I've had a couple of people share with me like uh, you know without naming any names i've had a couple of people say and i've seen this online 
if they're working other jobs. So if they're doing BA work for someone else, or like if they are working a part-time job or even a full-time job and they're doing this stuff online, it's like, hey, it's not really valid. I'm not doing that yet. And no, like you do what you got to do, whatever takes that pressure off so that you can show up in your business, right? Like you're not going to be able to show up in your business if you're worried about the lights staying on and like food Mm -hmm. being on the food or money like if you don't know where money is coming from I'd be like hey like that's amazing keep doing what you're doing go get a job and get a job in an field that you love as opposed to thinking of big shiny objects with like benefits and whatever right because that was my thing and with being aligned coming back to like the state of alignment versus unalignment when you are in a state of alignment or flow as many of us call it Thing, it's not that things feel easy. It just clicks. It's like pieces of a puzzle finally coming together. Sometimes it might take a little while, but you just know, right? So I'll give an example. When I first started out an online business, I always knew that I wanted to do what I'm doing. Yes, but I didn't know how or what I was going to coach on and et cetera, right? I ended up in the ER in 2012 for an ovarian torsion. I had the emergency surgery, found out I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, for those of you who don't know. And then I went on this quest of like, I need to cure myself naturally. And I'm managing this naturally. And I rejected big pharma. And I still do to this day. That doesn't mean if that's what works for you, go for it. But I'm all about do your research, figure out what works for your body and go from there. That's a side public service announcement for any woman who's battling hormone issues. So I thought my purpose was to help women with PCOS for the longest time. And so here's me on the surface. I want to spread my message about PCOS, but it wasn't clicking, right? I didn't feel confident talking about it, not because I haven't lived it, like, hello, like I think experience sometimes trumps any big certification unless you're you know an MD like Harley then the MD is very important don't go and do (laughs) people without that um I I couldn't speak to it and something felt unaligned like it just felt heavy I could not show up for it no matter how hard I tried in my Facebook Mm -hmm. group online I had three failed mastermind launches for PCOS It's not that the programs weren't good. Like I even had people wanting to do it. I just, it wasn't, I wasn't lit up in here. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Meanwhile, meanwhile, in the background, I'm like an editor. I'm editing manuscripts. I'm helping people find their voices. I'm literally doing photography shoots for people. I'm doing all of the things that I've always done, but because it comes so easily to us, it's lit. I can eat, breathe, sleep what I do. So I don't think of it as hard right, which I'll come, there's a method to where I'm going with this. So I never thought of it as that's what I need to be doing. Meanwhile, Sabrina and everyone else is like, Tanya, like, you need to just do your thing in writing. And I was like, no, that's more my nine to five. Like, I want to do PCOS coaching. And I tried, I really, really tried to the point where like, last year, I gave up in August after having a failed launch. I was like, okay, like, screw that. I'm done. Let's go back to the drawing board. I was already working with a ghostwriting company because that was like a gig that I found, you know, through whatever, reaching out to the women that I'm friends with and stuff right after I decided I'm done with corporate after a big shiny Volvo fell right off my, right off of my lap because I, I wasn't willing to play in the big boys club and fit in over mm-hmm. there even, right? So I just went all in 
exactly a year since I went all in, I hit my big elusive milestone that I'd been chasing, right? And it's again, like you have to clear energetic space for that. So last November, I did a webinar that you were part of. Like it was literally this $20 or $30 webinar because I figured we have an author community. Okay, cool. Why not? I coach you guys anyways in your chapters and stuff. And here's the blocks that I see coming up. And it was a storytelling masterclass. Mm-hmm. I sold that class out and then people bought it again and again and again. So I'm like, huh, okay, I'm on to yeah. something here. And it's paying attention to that sign, right? It didn't feel hard. It was effortless. Like, yeah, you're going to have to put in the effort to create right. the materials. Everything involves effort. Like there isn't anything in life where it just toots, it's done. Right. right. But to do it, that effort felt effortless. And that's how I knew I'm aligned. And then mm-hmm. December, I signed up with my coach. I think it was in November or December. I signed up with my coach, Haley Stamper. For those of you who don't follow her, go follow her. She's freaking awesome. She literally had this one month intensive going on with her. And I was like, all right, I don't know what it is. I got to work with her. I got to go all in and work with her. And I did. Right. For me, that was my comfort level at the time. I did. And I was working with Lululemon part-time. So I'd essentially crowded myself out with opportunities that I love. So they didn't Mm -hmm. feel like work, right? And they don't care. Like people are supporting a few in your entrepreneurial dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, Into the new year, she challenged me as most coaches will do. Hey, I know you want to hold your event in June. Why don't you do one in February? Like you need to have proof of concept. I'm like, okay, cool. But the moment I decided that, all right, this is happening. I booked the space, right? Because again, you're communicating to God and the universe. I want this. I'm serious. I've booked a space. Mm-hmm. My vendors, all the vendors from the mama community and like whoever else heard about it, they're like, yep, we're on board. Sponsors came through effortlessly. Yep, we're on board. What do you need? Tell us. Tickets. It was an intimate event. It wasn't like a hundred people event. It was an intimate event, but it was sold out. Mm-hmm. The room, the ambiance, the people, the talks, the connections made exactly how I visualized it in here. That's what came out. It's like someone took my brain and put it in that room that day. Like, Amazing. And that's how I realized I was like, oh, I need to do more of this. I need to do more of this. 2020, my year was my word for the year was expanse, hmm. expansiveness, feeling free, because these words hold energetic vibrations and tones, right? So what are you after coming back to alignment for those of you watching or listening in? If you're wondering, why is this not working? Why have I not found my thing and your thing will evolve, but who and you will evolve too. But what always stays is your energy, right? You maintain the energy and everything or everyone rises to it or falls away. Right. And it's tuning Mm -hmm. into who you are, your human design. Like for those, I don't know how many of you are human design geeks, but I am, I'm one, and it was a game changer for me over the last year and a half to two years. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, that asking was... yourself, why? Why are you doing it? Right? Yeah. Because if, you, if you're going to show up, if I show up to my home office or wherever, in, in this case, the dining room, <laughs> which is my home office when he's home, if I show up there every day because I'm like, oh, I got to do all these client projects. Oh, I got to do this. Then, oh, my God. I don't ever want that feeling. I want to feel lit up when I'm doing every damn client project because you are exchanging energy. And that energy is what is translated into sales copy, into posts, into creative strategy, 
into connecting, you're engaging with people and yeah, you're going to feel tired. Yes. You're going to have points of burnout and you're going to have ebbs and flows and busy seasons like any other job. Mm-hmm. But if you are creating a job for yourself, make sure you know why you're doing it. Cause otherwise you might as well just be a cog in the wheel and keep going the safer route. Um, because there you can function on autopilot, right? Cause entrepreneurship mm-hmm. forces you to come face to face with who you are, who you're, when, what you're not doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's the biggest I, I, yeah. personal development <laughs> there is. So I honestly have said to my husband, cause he's been toying with um, doing some virtual work and, and talking about online business. And I said to him, it's a bit like Pandora's box, but like yeah. in a good way, like, like once you open it, it really feels hard to put everything back in the box. Like once you've learned it, right. Yeah. Once yeah. you've kind of gotten a taste of the personal development. Right. And I forget who, I think this is a quote and I, I said it before, but it wasn't mine. And it's, you know, that like entrepreneurship is, is like a personal development plan with the compensation program. Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty much what it is. Oh my right? gosh. Yeah. Totally. And, and because it's like, yes, everyone goes into entrepreneurship, run a business, make money. And, and let's not discount making money is important. Yeah. That's not the, like, yeah. you know, that's what, if, if you're not making money, you're not running a business. Exactly. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, it's actually like everything along the way, right? The, the, the mirrors that you get to see into yourself, like, oh my God, that's coming up again. Why is that coming up again? That's really interesting, like different things. And then this personal development evolution that you go on, right? Your own mindset and how it works and emotional awareness and all these different things that come as part of it. I think that new entrepreneurs probably have zero idea about that. <laughs> right like I know I didn't have much of an idea about that right and I started in mental health like coaching for anxiety so I knew that mind it was the mind was powerful and I knew the mind was involved in all this but I really didn't get it until working with one of my first coaches and and when I started to come up with those mindset blocks right and it could even start as early as like I don't want to show up on video I'm not comfortable on video right even oh that's God. like that's yeah. one of the early ones that you're like I'm not comfortable going. and even that you're like wow that's a personal development growth opportunity why aren't you right what does that say about you that you're not comfortable doing that and you know or you know jumping on a sales call huge personal development opportunity right how, what comes Absolutely. up what emotions come up there right how do you truly feel about what you're selling because when you feel when you trust it when you believe in it right you can speak from your soul and, and sell with soul and and all those sorts of things so I think it's really interesting I've had um, a couple people actually reach out to me saying I don't know if I so much need the mindset as I need the business strategy and I like lovingly kind of like chuckle because I'm like mm-hmm that's what I thought too right because I'm like I you know I remember being like mindset I don't even know what that is right and now I'm like I'm like coaching on mindset and I'm still like don't get me wrong like Tanya and I are talking here about mindset and alignment and all that guaranteed I'm like the sometimes the biggest mindset shit show you'll ever find right like and it's because it's just an ongoing evolution right and that you are constantly just reaching new levels of personal development each time you level up each time you level up and and it takes sticking with it like you're talking about you know for three years now and 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 going through those growing pains and trying on different outfits that don't work right and all those different things and weathering the friction to actually get to the good part which is where you are now which is so amazing yeah And and I mean it's one of those things even when you get to those elusive months or milestones that you've wanted to hit it's okay if no one else is celebrating you because you got to learn to celebrate yourself because mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to continue to chase for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. The only difference is you're now going somewhere because it's like you're growing from experience, but the internal, the self-validation, the self-confidence, the self-belief, self-love, all of these things. And I am very 
I lead with, I'm very much strategy driven, but I lead with energy because it flows outward, right? Like you could have the best strategy and the best sales tips and you could be the best seller. I don't care. And you might even make your money. That's fine. But sooner or later, that lack of energetic alignment is going to translate and transfer out of you into your work, into clients, like whatever else, right? You're going to feel that disconnect. And if you're a client and you're feeling that way and you're like, oh, like I'm doing all these things, but why is it not working? I would actually pull, like ask you to look into yourself and ask you, where is it in my life right now that I am not fully energetically invested in what I want to do? Like, where is it where that I'm not energetically showing up for myself? Because oftentimes when we have that energetic disconnect within ourselves, that's when we start projecting that onto everyone else. That's when we start projecting that onto everything else as well, right? My program, Museworthy, for instance, it's very energy. It's energy and strategy meets visibility and copywriting and learning to show up for yourself because that was my whole journey. I held myself back for three years. Three years, Carly, I would get nerves even if I was typing. You know, when you go into stories and you're creating, like typing something, I would get nerves. Like I'd feel a lump in my throat because I couldn't even post that. And I'd ask myself, I'm like, why? Why am mm-hmm. I feeling this? The reality was I was not willing to see myself in my personal life. <laughs> the reality was I felt like I was leading mm-hmm. like five different lives. And it's like, oh, I don't want to feel, mm-hmm. I felt like a fraud. Right. Because it's like mm-hmm. the people around me didn't believe that I have something going on. The people who know me know that I have something going on. But then I couldn't talk about what was happening with anyone else. Right. right. And it's like, where, where do you start bridging the gaps so that it's one cohesive piece? Like, think of yourself. And I learned this when I was in university, like during our team leader orientation. One of my mentors had said this your life is almost like a house. Hi. Right. No matter where you go in your house, you're still the same person, right? You might be different in the living room if it's just you at home versus when you have friends come along, but you're still energetically the same. You might be different in your bedroom, depending on your mood, but your essence is still the same, right? So no matter what room of your house you're going into, you got to be one with who you are. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. otherwise people can disconnect, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, for sure. It's, hey, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Real mom life. Mom life. Yeah. This, is, this is what happens. Like, I started my business when he was a baby. And, like, I would literally have him strapped to me. And I would be editing manuscripts. Yeah. And, you know, you name it. I've done it. The rites of passage. Whatever. I felt like I, I lived in the devil, me, devil wears Prada. But, like, the editorial version of it. I felt like that was my life for about a year or two years once I started cluing in. And so at the beginning of last year when everything crumbled and like literally blew up in my face, I'm like, who am I? I was the editor of this boutique, blah, 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 like top publish, whatever, publishing house. And I was so attached to all those titles. And the reason yeah. I was attached is because something was better than nothing. And the yeah. nothing was that in my own personal life, I felt so hollow. I felt so unseen unappreciated, unloved, whatever. And, you know, I was in my own fog mentally through postpartum. I didn't realize I was going through postpartum depression, but Uh I was in my own fog. And the fog exists. And when I think back to it, the fog exists because I was in a very unaligned opportunity. It Uh may have been a part of my journey, but it wasn't supposed to be where I finish up. 
right? It's that saying, not everyone you start with will finish with you. Mm-hmm. And I was trying so hard to fit into that box and that thing because I didn't know who I was without it. So 2019 was this journey of who's Tanya? Okay, like mm-hmm. I am all these things, but who am I? And so now I tell people that I work with, I'm like, I could be your creative partner. I could be whatever you want me to be and call me. But I am me, like I'm still doing my own thing because I now know my design. I've understood, I've embodied my design. I no longer feel guilty for showing up the way I do. When I lead my mastermind programs, if I have days where I'm so energetically not even there, I'm not going to show up for a training call just because I promised it's going to be on the schedule. I know not everyone understands it, but when you lead with energy, you got to, you got to honor that. Well, and I think there's something really, um, that's a really strong leadership characteristic, right? Really it is, is that I think we've gotten this very masculine kind of conceptualization of what a leader is. And a leader is somebody who shows up without fail, looks the same, is the same, does the same all the time, very consistent, very methodical, very organized. And that's a very masculine format of that. And we're we're not what we don't see a lot of is like a feminine leadership role where it's yeah, it is yeah. you know it's in flow am I in flow am I able to show up with the energy that I want to and do I feel guilty if I am not right and I think that's where a lot of women we get to we, we show up even though we don't feel like it in a lot yeah. of different things whether it's business or at like Sunday dinner with your in-laws right we show up to things when we don't feel like they're aligned for us because we don't want to yeah. feel the guilt of not showing up and we don't really like own that, that sense of, you know, like you said, you're not feeling energetically like showing up that day. And that's like, I really see that as something that could, that's very powerful leadership. Whereas in our society, it's probably not seen that way, right? Like a lot of people I could see hearing us talk about this and be like, man, if I paid for that and she didn't show up, I'd be angry. Right. And I get that because that's conditioning, right? That's social conditioning is that I pay for something I get instead of saying like, well, maybe this is how I actually get better value out of my investment in that this person yeah. whose wisdom I have, I have hired, right, can, can, can honor the fact that she's not willing to give me that right now and would find yeah. a better time where it's, you know, that sort of thing. So just really interesting paradigm shift on how we show up as leaders and coaches, which I love. I mean, I think, I think that's so fantastic. I think that we need more of that, of our own, like, you know, listening into our own intuition and trusting into how we're genuinely feeling. I think that, and and this is going to be a bit of a spinoff too, but I think that we as women have been taught to not trust ourselves to right so much that when, when we feel that instead of uh, like, you know, when we feel like not showing up, so maybe you're just really, really drained and you just are exhausted and don't want to show up. You will write it off as something else. I'm just lazy. I'm just burnt out. I'm just whatever. And I, so therefore I'm not doing enough. And then we shame and guilt and shame and guilt and shame and guilt instead of saying like, wow, I'm a human being and my tank is empty and I'm just going to need to take time to rest without guilt and shame. Right. Yeah. I think that's really important, but we've been so conditioned to, to not listen to ourselves, to not believe what's happening with us, to wait yeah. for somebody else to tell us that, that a lot of us kind of flounder when we, when we do want to honor ourselves, it's hard. Absolutely. And you know what, like it actually happened. Like it was so funny because it was, it was like the week that the magazine um, was coming out. Like we were just super swamped. So the week before, not last week, but the week before. And it was just so heavy energetically. Like I feel like not just me, everyone that I was talking to was having like a weird week. I have no clue what was in the air, like what was happening. But it was a weird week. And I, you know, 
I sent out an email already. I don't know if people saw it or not, but like I had, you know, one person reach out to me, like, you know, and we're really close friends. Like I love her to death. Um, so we talk about these things and she's like, well, you know, like I understand like where you're coming from, but if there's other people, especially if they paid for it or like they made arrangements for childcare, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I understand all of that. Like I have a child too. Like I understand all of that. But if I could be here on screen and talking to you, I'm not going to be alive. I'll be a robot. Like, I don't think y'all paid for that. I think the reason y'all signed up for this when this was, you know, y'all make the program what it is. Um, this was literally this feeling that I wanted someone to feel. And it's now out there in the world. It's a living, breathing entity. Mm -hmm. It, you know, for me, I would be doing you guys a disservice if I showed up talking like a robot just because I'm supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if I am, and I don't like, I hear where everyone's, where everyone's going with this. And, you know, a couple hours later, she called me in like panic mode almost because she was having a hard week. So I like, and I, and I coached her through that. Like I talked her through her panic and all of these things, but I coached her afterwards. I was like, so I'm like, I love you, but I'm like, had you said what you said to me like a year ago or two years ago, I'd be so triggered. I'd be so mm -hmm. like, oh my God, who do you think you are? Like you're in my container. But like, you know, I can listen to your feedback and I can see the bigger picture of it because I've kind of been in all of those. I've been that client. I've also been that coach and I've been like on all areas of the spectrum, so to speak, mm -hmm. when it comes to that. And I told him, like, where is it that you need to slow down, buddy? I'm like, you can't be booking yourself into eight calls in a day. And yeah. maybe that's why you've been feeling spaciousness, right? Coming into spaciousness. I'm like, where is it? I just needed space in my life. And I've learned not to apologize for creating spaciousness in my life if I need it. Because I show up so much better as a person. So where is it that you can create spaciousness, right? Like, where is it that you can pause the brakes and, like, you know, okay, like if you don't have a call today, I look at it as holy crap, okay, there's no call. Okay, awesome. I'm going to go rest or I'm going to go work on my own business, like on the business versus being in the business, or I'm just going to mm -hmm. sleep or enjoy time with my kiddo, right? Like, and when we take that pressure off and we allow things to just be, because we often, when we react a certain way or we respond, we often respond with a part of ourselves that like never got that right like we project certain things into a situation or whatever okay. like I've done it too and I like it's it's a human reaction no one's right or wrong but it's asking yourself where can, where do you need that rest where can you trust your body more like you needed that rest uh -huh. right like go for it right or if mm -hmm. there's a program that you're a part of and you're not energetically into it anymore it's like asking yourself where have I not been showing up energetically? And then does this still match what I want? Do I still want what I want when I first started this program? Mm -hmm. Right. And if you like, have a conversation with your coach or your mentor, because I'm sure most people are nice, like they'll like they'll be flexible, they'll work something out where you can allot it towards something else, or you just get to keep the program, right? Like mm -hmm. it's again creating spaciousness in your life. Like I'm part of four different masterminds right now. I haven't wow. shown up like two of them. And it's not that I don't want to show up. I'm tuning into what I can. 
versus overdosing on every single thing. But I knew in my heart that I'm meant to be a part of those containers. Right? So it's asking mm -hmm. yourself where, where am I most needed right now? Triaging as moms, and I mean in, in a hospital, where do you, how do you triage the situation? Does every, every client's important, every person's important, but where do you triage the situation in life? Mm -hmm. Like what, as women, there are so many demands placed on us every day. Yes. And sometimes we place those demands on ourselves. And it's asking yourself, okay, like, if I exchange this energetic, because it's all an exchange, think, of, I don't believe in time, I believe in energy. And think of it as a battery on your cell phone. Are you going to be on your cell phone when you're going for a hike in the middle of boondock nowhere? <laughs> you have like 15% left. Are you going to be on your cell phone taking pictures? Or like Insta storying and all those things, or are you actually going to save that for like your emergency call until you get to your next pit stop? Mm -hmm. Right. Really. Yeah. Looking at it that way. Triage. Like what's. Mm -hmm. So I could go on forever about energy and I could go on forever about these things. Like what else do you want me to riff on? <laughs> I was going to say, wow, this was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes and I'm very cognizant of the fact that it is yeah. 10 almost 10 30 where you are I know. I know. all my I guests are night. in the eastern time zone I have a long um, night ahead of me so <laughs> <laughs> so this was so awesome and honestly like I think that we could do like a series of talks I mean I hope I the audience finds them as amazing as I do I just sit here in awe and I don't you know, I, I, I last my last podcast interview last week was with Kat Inokai and she was just talking, her. talking, talking. I love her. And and I and I think her episode and this episode and probably one more episode that I can think of where I just don't say a lot. I just sit there and I just <laughs> listen because it's like it's literally I feel like I'm just like in a sermon like this is amazing. And this is oh one of those gosh. episodes, too, which is saying a lot when you can get me to shut my mouth. Um, so <laughs> Oh but God. it was so so fun again talking to you and just you're so full of wisdom I'm sure that there's so much value people have picked up from this um for the listeners where can everyone find you online how can they find out if they've just been like this woman is the is the coach of my dreams and I need help with my writing or whatever how can they find you and so I have two instagrams one's the holistic warrior life co and the other is Warrior Life Creative Co. Uh, so if you either follow me on the Holistic Warrior Life, you'll automatically um, get directed to Warrior Life as well, because both the handles are in my profile, one or the other. Um, friend request me on Facebook. Just reach out and let me know how you found me, because I have so many requests, and it, and it gets a little bit like in the yeah. online world. Everyone just friend requests everyone, and I'm, I'm more about like having quality and like interacting. Mm -hmm. with most people on my page um so just let me know how you found me if it's through mind over motherhood or whatever i'm an open book if any if anyone has any questions about writing business whatever let me know hop on over um carly's got an amazing community her book comes out like i'm so excited for modern mama to come out this week. i know yeah it's the end of an era it truly truly is um yeah, I love hanging out on Instagram. I'm definitely on there a lot more. So come mm -hmm. say hi. 
Amazing. Yeah. And you've got this Modern Mama at the time of this podcast release will absolutely be um, out and available in the world on Yay. Amazon and on my website. And as well as I think on the You've Got This Mama website as Mama. well. So yeah. I'll drop that in, in the show notes when this episode airs. Mm-hmm. And that is the co-authored project in the series. It's five books. This is the final one. You've got this Modern Mama. And Tanya, have you been on board since the very beginning for that? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Like, I've seen the series come to life, change publishing houses come back to more life and more growth over the last year like all five books will be out as of well the fifth book will be out as of uh the September and you know it's a five-year run I almost feel like we were on a tv show and like that was a five-year run because it truly does feel like that the whole series as a whole like every every single one of you girls like sharing your story and this isn't the you know people think of you've got this mama as like oh oh my god they're going to talk about diapers and parenting and right. all of the stuff we do but it is the gray areas like there is yeah. raw real unapologetic like this is motherhood here as roar because mm-hmm. motherhood is you know what if you can do motherhood you can do entrepreneurship that's all i'm gonna say 100 <laughs> i know i believe that right? too. i agree so, yeah Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you to anybody who's watching this replay. If you do jump in um, and you're watching this video, be sure to let us know. And Tanya will be in the group so she can chat with you. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me on Mind Over Motherhood. Thank you so much for listening to the Mind Over Motherhood podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get updated each week when a new episode is released. Have comments or questions about this episode? Reach out to me on either Instagram or Facebook at Carly Crew or through my website at carlycrew.com. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could share it with someone you love or snap a screenshot and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me so I can say hello. As always, remember, you're meant for more mama and there's nothing wrong with that.